0: All right, we're back here at J. Tom Lala Arena on the campus of Merrimack College with a score after two periods of play. UConn leads Merrimack 1-0. Mike Macnick with John Leahy. This second intermission is brought to you by the Merrimack Graduate School where at Merrimack you can earn your master's degree in just one year. Merrimack offers graduate programs in business, science and engineering, and education and social policy. Log on to merrimack.edu backslash graduate today for all the details. Well, special guest here in second intermission, Mike Donahue. He's a Merrimack class of. 1993, goaltender here, associate head coach as well uh, for the Warriors, now scouting with the Chicago Blackhawks, the winners of three of the last six Stanley Cups, and uh, well, first of all, Mike, let's talk about this game, two periods of play here, pretty hard-fought game between a couple of teams, Uh, you know, the better talent, I think, on on both clubs uh, tends to be the younger players, but a a pretty hard-fought game.
1: Yeah, for sure, I mean, uh, both teams are very big, they're both skilled teams, uh, and
0: they both play hard, two good coaches got their teams well-prepared. As we mentioned, you're uh, been scouting with the Blackhawks now. How many years has it been? Uh, This is my seventh season right now. Well, seven seasons, three Stanley Cups, that's not too bad of a record, huh? Yeah, pretty good track record. Uh,
1: Now that my former coach here, Ron Anderson, has been with us, Uh, he's been there longer than I have, actually, so,
0: but uh, he's got three rings as well, and, uh, you know, fun organization, good organization, good team. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, Ron, has been there for such a long time, and, uh, you know, you turn on the draft, you see he's right there, he's down at the table now, helping to make the calls and everything, and you guys, have had a pretty good track record in, uh, in in both drafting players and also picking up players, you know, through other means. Yeah, and Ronnie also he does a good job. He deals with a lot of the college free agents, um,
1: and we've had some success with those guys, the Tana Caros, the Kyle Bonds. Uh, so he's
0: he's beating the bushes trying to find those guys nightly. So uh, who are some of the other guys that you have in college right now that uh, you know that I'm sure you're keeping an eye on as well as looking at other younger players coming up?
1: Uh, we got a couple guys coming up that are fairly close. Uh, Nick Schmaltz, who plays in North Dakota, who's a the Baker Becker finalist, uh, Tyler Mott, who plays at Michigan, who just got his 25th college goal tonight, uh, John Hayden down at Yale. Uh got a lot of guys. We got guys in, in every league, and we're, uh, you know, there's a lot of good college players. And we believe
0: in the process, and it's been good. What are you guys looking for? You know, when you're deciding that you're going to draft a guy. I mean, I, I suppose you know, there's a lot of things that are obvious, but are there some things that maybe aren't obvious that that you guys. I know you don't want to give away secrets or anything like that, but things that maybe you're trying to pay extra special attention to that you think have helped make you the successful organization that Chicago is.
1: Well, there's, there's really not a lot of secrets. You watch our team on a nightly basis, and we're. We're a fast team, we're a skilled team. Some people think we're not a very big team and we get out hit a lot but when you're being out hit, you have the puck a lot, so for us we're definitely looking for guys with hockey sense or hockey IQ uh, and you gotta you got to be able to play fast both uh,
0: skating wise and mentally. As somebody who is a Merrimack alum, a goaltender and also a, an associate head coach here, uh, you know how would you get into the scouting side of things and, and, uh, and end up making that your career?
1: Uh, again it goes back to Ronnie Anderson. When uh, when I left here, I went and coached and was the GM in Bridgewater in the Old Eastern Junior League. At the time, about five years in, they were moving Ronnie over to the director of free agency for the college guys, so they wanted someone in this area, uh, and it was my last year in Bridgewater. I was part-time there, and it happened to be the draft year of Kevin Hayes and Charlie Coyle and Bukestad and Brock Nelson out in Minnesota, and uh, we chose Kevin Hayes. And, you know, So it was it was good to get experience that way, and then when Ronnie moved to uh, more full-time just to focus on the college, uh, then they offered me a full-time position
0: I mean, it's interesting that you, uh, you know Chicago's obviously a thousand miles away. You guys uh, playing such a key role in the organization aren't there? You know, you're not right there, but I'm sure you get out there as well. But you spend a lot of time around here as well as around the world, really, right? Yeah,
1: it's. I mean, it, it truly is a worldwide game. I was over in Helsinki for the World Junior A uh, tournament in December. Um, so you, over to Europe a couple times a year. I was in Vancouver last week for the CHL uh, prospects tournament. So it's it's everywhere uh, you were just telling me off the air how many games do you see a year uh 200 plus you know and up to about 220 and then that's not including my own kids <laughs> so uh, what do you really enjoy about doing this uh just i mean you meet a lot of people uh you have an impact on a lot of guys lives as far as uh, drafting them and seeing them through the process developing and then eventually hopefully making it you know kind of
0: you that good feeling. We're talking with Mike Donahue, he is a Merrimack alum class of 1993. You know, you were one of the guys helping to build the program in the bridge, bridging the gap there from Division Two to Division One days, uh, what, what, what do you think about when you think back to those times? Oh, it was fun, it was the, the four of the
1: best years of my life, um, you know, we came in our, our freshman year, we all came in, it was their inaugural season in Hockey East. Um, kind of got thrown to the wolves, but we had a lot of guys that uh, battled and just, you know, we weren't very skilled, but we still won games, and, um, you know, we made this place a tough place to play. Not that we did it, the, the teams before us, when they were the Division One independent and everything, you know, they really set the tone for this place, and we, and we kept it that way. It's, it is one of the tougher places to play college hockey.
0: Yeah, I mean that's one of the things I think. that I think the team the first year in the league play, you, you only won three games out of 21. But you know, it seemed like you were playing better at the end of the season. And then you won that that game against BC, your matchup against the number one team in the league in the playoffs. And you win that second game, you force it to a third game, and you know that kind of set the tone, right? I think for the years after that, where you guys, you know, you might not have finished in the top half of the league, but but uh, you, you know, you, you were a pretty tough game night in and night out, and generally, you know, winning on the order of. I think, you know, 14, 15 games a year.
1: Right, but but that's been the whole premise of the whole league. Like, if even when I was coaching here, if you, if you look back, it was it's always been one of the stronger leagues in college hockey because, you know, teams from 1 to 12, now you can beat anybody on any night. And, you know, it's, it's a playoff-tested league. And so when you get to the end of the season, by the time you get to the NCAAs so have gone through this schedule, you know, the
0: guys are prepared. And, you know, it's, it's one of the best leagues in the country. You know, Knowing that, and Ronnie knowing that from his time here and in Hockey East, does that, that play a role in, in the decision that you guys said that, hey, you know, we want to draft players out of this league?
1: Uh, a little bit. I mean, it's, you always, always go back to your roots, and there's a lot of familiarity with, with the program here and the league uh, for a lot of years. Um, and so there's a comfort level when you're you know, going to bat for a few of these kids, knowing that they're going to come to teams in this league because you know what you're going to get after two, three, or four years. I'm sure you can't give us names. You're looking at guys in this game, obviously. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, the one thing, there's no secrets about guys in the game. The one guy is Tage Thompson uh, from UConn. It's, you know, the NHL draft is a birth year draft, so you can just look down the roster and see who the 97s and 98s is. And Tage is a kid we've been tracking for a couple of years, uh, since he was with the U.S. program last year. Uh, so there's a lot of, I think there's about 25 teams here tonight, I'm trying to get a look at
0: them. A few GMs, too. Well, the guys leading the nation in power play goals with nine. Uh, I mean, it's, uh, it seems like certain something that some of these guys have, right? Um you know, I guess, I don't know how much you want to talk about what it is that he has, but in general when you when you, you see guys like that that are able to, to score goals and, you know, leading the nation in power play goals, things like that, what is it that, that they have that maybe some other guys don't have?
1: Well, I mean, for him, the, the first thing, the easy thing is he, he's 6'5", so, I mean, he sticks out right away, but there's still a lot of guys in the NHL that are 6'3", 6'4", 6'5", that he stops at the net front. Uh, he's got a good stick at net front. He, you know, most of his goals come from the net front. He's not a player, uh, he wins puck battles along the boards. So that you know, those are things that uh, you, you can't teach at the next level. It's, it comes from inside, stopping at that front and winning battles along the boards.
0: You know, from your days as a coach and now scouting here, how much as you're watching a game like this, are you, are you thinking of it from the scout standpoint as opposed to maybe the coaching standpoint and, and some of the strategy that might be taking place? Well,
1: I think it helps because you can, from the coaching standpoint, you can see the hockey sense and the hockey IQ and watching from above, you know. In your mind, you're mentally saying, all right, make a play, drop it, chip it, all that kind of stuff. And you can kind of tell the guys who have the hockey sense to make those small, subtle
0: plays under pressure in the small areas. Well, thanks a lot, Mike, for joining us. We appreciate it. Good to see you and, and all the success you've had. And, you know, we'll certainly pass on our best to Ronnie Anderson as well. And congratulations to you guys. Uh, uh, Merrimack alum in your case and uh, uh, in, in Ronnie's case, you know, long-time long uh, uh, historical uh, Merrimack head coach helping to get Chicago to three Stanley Cups. Congratulations. Well, Thanks for having me. I appreciate it, and and, uh, it's good to see the old team doing well. All right, that's been Mike Donahue, our guest here in the second intermission. Our score, UConn 1, Merrimack nothing. We're back with more after this. This is Warrior Hockey.